Yo, yo, I go by the name of the almighty Soul Blaze, and y'all tuning in to Crush A Lot Podcast, word, uh, welcome to the Crush A Lot Show, where we celebrate and educate our hip-hop, all about flow, but on the culture and the things that we know, war raps, throw beats on the forefront, that's bound to just blow, your mind into the breeze, one-on-one, sending to cheese, the hip-hop scholar dropping knowledge like it's degrees, voice heard across seas when they building on facts, Wise words from Sir Love, they bring it on back Everything is on wax for the hip-hop leaders Crush a lot, the first lady introducing Kalina Break down your favorite bangers, only dope permitted Represent the five boroughs where the dope is living Only the real we give it, everything else is irrelevant Crush a lot with hip-hop, live like a settlement Take it like an ailment, it's food for the soul Crush a lot, you're tuning in, now you're all in the zone World Welcome back Crush a lot podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. As always, my right hand man, the new Johnny Sin of the business, Sir Love Day. Sir mm-hmm. Love Day, how are you? I'm feeling well. Okay, I'll say that much. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I hope you got fitted for 2019. Your new bear suit came in. You're ready to bust out these yeah. scenes. Um, and man. your demands are Oof. high. Uh, we appreciate you uh, making time in your busy uh, porn life uh, to make room for the Crush A Lot podcast. You can find Sir Love Day as the mystery bear um, and all those scenes all over RedTube and all those things. Sir Love Day, shout out <laughs> to you. Uh, as always, we wouldn't be so comfortable and safe without the gun-wielding Kalina. Kalina, the bodyguard, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm late, as usual, but I'm here. Uh, the audience don't know that they're, you're late. Uh, uh, it's good to have you back on the show. Um, keep that 38 special to yourself. That's a little reference to what's coming down the pike. And uh, we, this is going to be our most slept on episode. There's so many things that came out this year, and it's almost impossible to keep track of it all. And sometimes mm-hmm. I feel bad about that. But there's a lot of things that we listen that maybe deserve more love or more air or more attention. Right. And how we measure that is different for everybody. But in order to do this right, we needed to bring in a guest just to, to balance out the conversation. But also because we have to acknowledge when people are doing good work out there. And we reached out to weekly rap gods, a hypnotic one, a.k.a. hypnotic one, Angela, <laughs> all the way from California. Angela, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys all? Man, I'm doing great. Everyone's good. Uh, Sir Love yeah. Day got his yeah. test in, so he's good to go for a couple of more weeks before the next test. So he's doing <laughs> great. Um, it's good to have you. Awesome. Uh, feeling healthy. Um, Angela, <laughs> explain to the audience who may not be familiar with your work and Weekly Rap God, what do you do? What is Weekly Rap God? Because they're very specific in how they approach um, media in hip hop. Um, so we're like a, a blog, basically. And we do reviews on like albums or like EPs singles like music videos just like anything like hip-hop related and we do interviews also um but certain people focus on that aspect a little more but i mostly do like the the write-ups for like you know like projects that come out um and we you know we obviously promote like boom bap and all that stuff and like the newer wave of like the new wave that's out 
Uh, we don't do trap stuff. So it's, we just basically put out, we just write blogs about the kind of music that we like that's out. And, you know, we just want to get exposure for like the artists that we like who, like you said, probably don't get as much exposure as we think that they should get. So I'm like the youngest one in the group. So I kind of get, I have more access to a lot of the newer wave of artists. And then some of my teammates there, you know, they got like the DITC crew and like, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, that's kind of almost similar to how we do it here. Right. Uh, Kalina is definitely yeah. the new school approach to what's going on now that we're all excited about. It's a very interesting time the last two years and it's only getting bigger. And Sir Love mm -hmm. Day is, is more of the veteran. I, you know, Raskas, KRS one old school approach. And I'm just, I have no idea why I'm on the show. Most, mostly just to put it on. I'm the editor somehow. You're there. I've been reduced to mm -hmm. put it up on SoundCloud and post. Uh, that's what I've been. Yeah. Doing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good I had to a transition because I used to do mostly 90s golden era stuff you know and then over time like i started getting into the newer wave like the last couple of years but so i'm i'm kind of like well-rounded too that's you know up. the old and the what, new. it's good what, to be like that though it's better sure. to be like yeah, that yeah. you can't just focus on one thing yeah i like the newer stuff but what what's the base it's the older exactly. stuff it's 90s it's what i grew up on so you, you gotta there's gotta be a balance there yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. Me and Sir Love Day. And it depends on your mood, what you want to listen to. So. Yeah. Me and Sir Love Day, when we started the show, it was always about celebrating and educating. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. We want you to win. Yeah. No matter who you are, no matter what type of hip hop, we want you to win. We want to keep this art form that we grew up moving and, and alive for, for many, many years. But in order for you guys to do that, you need to study study the past for you could be here more than one summer. Yeah. You know? Yes. <laughs> um, so that's where we are. So thank you for being on the show. We greatly appreciate it. But let's get right into it because we don't want to have a two-hour episode. <laughs> we want to keep it nice <laughs> and fresh. Um, if you're checking out the show for the first time, thank you so much for taking your time to listen to the show. We appreciate it. You can find us everywhere on social media, some of us exclusively on other platforms, um, and that's all cool. Um, but most importantly, share, like, support, rate, all that good stuff helps us out. Let's go right into it. This is our most... Slept on albums of 2018. There's no specific order. You don't have to do one, two, three. It's just three of the ones that you feel should get more love. And you don't need to have a real reason on how you came to those calculations. It's your, what your gut tells you, what your ears tell you, artists that you really feel should get or albums, projects you really feel should get more love. Same that Sir Love Day, Mr. Bear Suit yes, himself. Um, what do you got? <laughs> Because you, you had an interesting year because you have your 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 hip hop year has has is very different shifted? at this has shifted. That's the word. Has shifted. <laughs> Not in a bad way. I think it really rounds up the crew. But it really has shifted. So I'm interested in hearing what you have to what you have. What do you have? Uh, well, uh the first one that I want to point out. Uh, for me, is uh, a record that I just feel was solid all the way through. It's good top to bottom. Um, I always struggle on where it should fit as far as categorizing it in hip hop. But uh, Amine, 1.5. Uh, the dude, I feel like, is constantly bringing something good. And his sound 
is a nice balance between, you know, the sort of upbeat, up-tempo uh, sort of sounds that you would hear on the radio, but with a real flair for heavy bass with some real knocking drums that kind of feels a bit more classic uh, and a great, you know, splash of of jazz and real instrumentation that just feels like, all right, this guy's got some sort of musical understanding um, and he doesn't necessarily restrict himself in his topics and his topics are all over the place um, and not in a bad way, but he, he touches a lot of different things. So for me, it's a bit of a weird one because I feel like it's an album that some of these songs sound like they could easily be on the radio and it could have been a hit someplace. Like they could bump in some club and people could get stupid to it if people don't want to think and they just want to dance. There are some songs you could just ignore the depth of the lyrics to and just dance to the beat. But it never got that. It didn't get any of that, that love in that way. Um, and he's been doing really good solid music like good solid personal like telling his story 100% music without a whole lot of filter to it just telling the truth about what he's got going on and I I really wish it would have got a little bit more love because I think that sort of honesty is really really needed um, in our music and we really need people who can accept you know that even though they're in their 20s they don't have to act like they're 16 that they can make hip hop that relates to other people in their twenties that, that makes sense for someone in their thirties that hip hop doesn't all have to be for a 16 to 17 year old. So I mean, a 1.5 good stuff. If you really want to get somebody who's telling the truth about themselves in a great way and doing it with beats that still bump as this a great album to check out. Do you feel sure love day that music that in the club that are designed to get people moving are almost exclusively now more in the trap genre of hip hop and doesn't leave space for someone like anime to kind of infiltrate that because it's so pigeonholed to this is what the club wants or what we think they want. Yeah. I feel like a part of it is that the club or party scene now is much more focused on trying to imitate the strip club sound. They want to give you the music that'll make you twerk and jump up and down. Um, and they want to get something that's real simple that people don't have to think too much about. You know, the songs that have that sound, but have lyrics along with it, that have some thought-provoking lyrics along with it, typically are the ones that get cut out of that list and don't get to get but so much play. Yeah. You know, so yeah, and- I feel like it's definitely pigeonholed in that way. Um, Since you now do the bear suit, uh, per hour sessions in your private life to pay the the rent. I'm sure you know about hip hop that makes you move. So I'm sure that's why um, this was there. Of course, I'm glad to know anime makes you move, um, and gyrate in all types <laughs> of way that gives you fantastic tips. Um, I know that makes the rent life a lot easier. Angela, let's go right, right into you, the hypnotic one, uh, weekly rap god. Um, I'm interested in really hearing your thoughts. We had some conversations about about this already. So I have a kind of an idea of the direction you're going in, but it's, it's just always interesting how the West coast sound, the West coast listeners interact with hip hop. Sometimes that's very different from the East coast. Um, where are you? What, what's a album that you feel should get more love? 
One of them was Jay Royale's The Ivory Stoop. I don't know if you've heard that one. He's from Baltimore. Yeah, you can um, find him on Bandcamp. That one has... Yeah, I, I mean, that one, I like, when I heard that one, a lot of it was just very nostalgic, so I really like that one a lot. Um, he had different producers on there. Like, when I listen to music, I, I literally break down everything. I'm like a nerd. Like, you know how you guys were talking about some of you are into the production part, some of you mm -hmm. are more on the lyrics. I, I pay attention to both, like the delivery, the production, and there was a lot of, like, good producers that he had on there. Um, and he just made, like, a lot of references to, like, you know, like the late 80s and the 90s, and I, I just, I loved it. Like, there were just so many tracks on there that I really liked, and I hear some people talking about it, but I don't really feel like I hear Jay Royale's name as much as, you know, I, I just thought that more people would know about it, but it's always like they all, all these artists that are good, they'll have certain fan bases and they'll, they got like their certain home teams that everybody will hype them up. But you're like, how come everybody else isn't really like checking for this dude right now? You know what I mean? Yeah. So That's an interesting that was idea. Um, do you think with, with Jay Royal, um, is it where his when his album was released? Because his album came out later, a little later in the year. It wasn't like a January, February release. It's a little later. Um, I I tend for me, I'm guilty of like, okay, I love this album so much that I'm gonna make sure that it's, it finds its way to my top list, and then I kind of kind of mm -hmm. cancel everything else. How much of that placement of when that album was released possibly? infiltrate how people think of this or is it because just Griselda that's what people want to talk about you know I think it's a it's a combination of both like I think that there's so much coming out that sometimes people are sleeping on certain things and then they're everybody yeah like you know Griselda has like a big fan base and so a lot of people will follow what they're already used to hearing and they'll be checking for like oh like the next West Side Gun thing dropping or whatever it is and there's other artists that they're just not part of like that big base like that. And if that makes any sense. And I don't know. I mean, like what you said about the time that could have a big part of it too. Cause people are just like, there's so much coming in at one time, a bunch of people you listen to are dropping stuff on the same day. And you're just kind of like, I get overwhelmed with it myself. There's like certain albums where I don't even check them out right away. Like it, sometimes I don't check it out for like a month or a week, whatever it is, because it's just too much coming in. You're just trying to <laughs> check everything out, but there's so much at one time that I think people just get, you know, they fall under the radar, not because they're not good, but it's just, if their name isn't ringing as big of a bell as someone on the Griselda team, people aren't really checking for it like that the way they should, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And that's a, so, that's an interesting, mm -hmm. that's it's interesting about that game. Um, so, you know, I think people should definitely check that album out. I've definitely recently picked it up and I've enjoyed it. Um, if it's going to be on any, any one of my lists, I don't know yet, but it's an interesting, uh, interesting pick. I'm going to go right into mind. Um, and then we're going to close this round with Kalina. Uh, one, one of the albums that really sat with me well throughout 2018, which I didn't see a lot of people talk about. I guess the way I measure it is how much of this am I hearing on social media and through conversations? And this is one that almost exclusively the only person I heard it from was Kalina. The only one um, that from the people I follow and I, I tend to follow people that 
put things out and I listen and I vibe with it. So I don't just follow anybody. I follow people that like have good taste that sits well with me. Um, was V Don and Adonis. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> don't, don't kick my ass. I don't have much of an ass, so I, I can't take that kind of hit. It's more bony. Well, why we got to take the same one? And I don't have a backup. So you know what? You're going to say your piece and then I'll <laughs> and then, and then go this one. Say don't don't get mad. I didn't know. I I don't we don't plan we don't plan these things out. Um, so this thing we are is an album that I only was put on to because of the team I'm around. With Kalina put it up, and when usually when she puts something up, I check it out almost right away, or put it in my Apple Music, and I uh you know and I make and I'll figure it out when to listen to it. And I was already at that point very familiar with V Don. And I was like, at least I'm going to get some good V-Down beats. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> at least I'm going to get that, right? So th- at that point, I was excited to hear it. And it was a refreshing take on on on, on hip-hop. It was dark, eerie, uh, sophisticated, um, intricate. Um, and it had a lot of punch um, into it, especially the way Adonis just really is able to tell intric- intricate stories but it's very relatable and very vivid. Um, I'm very excited to hear about it. But I have I didn't see I didn't hear a lot of people talk about him. I didn't see him featured in a lot of other people's stuff. I don't know if that was designed or people didn't go up to him. The only feature that I'm aware that he did was with V Don's Bone Collector with Crime Apple. Now I can list you twenty Crime Apple features. <laughs> I could do that easily. But I can't tell you one of Adonis. And I, it's just a real shame because I feel like he should be in the conversation of one of the most um, anticipated for 2019 and just in general in hip hop. On top of that, you're going to put the fabulous production of V-Don, who I find to be one of the most creative producers in terms of how he does things. But also, I have no idea how his, uh, his music is going to sound from album to album. And I love that. It, there's definitely some threads that I could kind of start piece together, even with the dark low stuff. I could kind of start putting it together, his sound, but it's like very unpredictable the way he approaches things. And I love that about him. It's just, I could tell that he's really pushing himself to think outside the box of how to use uh, samples and placements. And I just feel like that album should have got a lot more love, especially for Adonis. V Don gets a lot of love, but Adonis is the one that I felt deserved more listen. So check that out. Um, that's my part. That's my say. Kalina, don't kill me. Keep your, keep your sniper shot to yourself. Uh, why <laughs> V-Don? Why Adonis? Why is that on your list? Okay, so I, I, I definitely wanted to, to showcase, you know, the Adonis and V-Don tape, this thing of ours, because for one thing, I felt like this was Adonis's like, breakout moment. Okay, so he's lyrically sound. You know, he's a young boy, upbeat. He goes with exactly what him and a, you can hear it. Him and V Don, they had a lot of chemistry on this tape. So you're right. For whatever reason, I don't know if it was designed that way. I don't know what it was, but they didn't get enough press on this. They didn't get enough push on this. And I don't know on whose end it was. Whatever the case may be. It was such a good tape, and Adonis did really, really well on it. And, of course, yeah, V-Don, he always has really, really good production. But what was the what was so good about them is that Adonis rode each beat. 
each beat. He was on top of it. He was really good with each beat. V-Don always has something different, always has something weird. You know, he's real diverse. So for me, this tape definitely, definitely needs more attention. Even now, as we speak, still really sounds really good. And that was, you know, one of the one of the, mo the albums I felt was very overlooked. So that definitely needs to, uh, you know, it needs a little bit of attention. Crush a lot of proof. Go get that album. Go find it. Uh, <laughs> you can find it everywhere for free. Pretty much, if you have, um, you know, streaming services, you can get it for free. Um, so spot, give it a try. I think people will enjoy, especially if you like that V Don sound. But if you're looking for great MCs. That's two people right there telling you to do it. And yeah, so go ahead. Uh, Sir Love Day, let's work our way back around to you. Anime, yes, right off the bat. Very different choices, us four already. What do you have hmm. to follow that up? So uh, once again, taking another bit of a turn here. Uh, the next album for me that I thought was so incredible, this album start to finish i just kept replaying it over and over and over again there's no skippable tracks on it uh but it's a bit of a turn because it's not necessarily a rap album it's the internet album hive mind uh that album is just so good from start to finish the 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 pacing of the album is incredible each song very perfectly blends from the next one to the other the the timing of it the the history of this group and their musicians. I mean, each person in their own right has had their own individual work. That's been great. Uh, Sid's first her solo album. Fantastic. Another, you know, unskippable set of tracks. Steve Lacey stuff is it, like, they've that's, got a great group. That's my favorite right there. <laughs> yeah. They've got an incredible group and when they coming together for this album, it has not just great music, but some of the messages on some of these songs are just so important and just so great to hear that these young people are taking their time to try and sing these out and let it be heard in a way that's still fun and entertaining. And it just annoys the heck out of me that I still have to be like, no, the, the incident, no, it's, it's, it's the name of a group, like they're 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 banned. Like that bothers me so much that people just don't know who they are on that level, and they they really should. Every almost every single song on this uh, album could have easily been a single that would have been a hit. And a lot of these songs are super catchy. You listen to them a few times, you're gonna learn those songs. Um, and you're going to want to hear them again and hum them again, and they'll be stuck in your head. They have that sort of quality. And yet, for whatever reason, they didn't get much of love at all, not just from you know, the radio stations, but from hip-hop journalists who should be out here trying to champion stuff and talk about stuff. And they're all just taking friend projects and buddy projects. And instead of focusing on stuff that's really, really good, that might be what we need when everybody's fighting over freaking R&B King and half of y'all ain't made R&B. Here's a group that's actually making quality music that crosses a couple of genres and will be happily seated in on a radio station in between all the damn trap and all the things that are trying to be trap and actually fit right in the middle and get everybody something that they could enjoy. And it works across the age scale. 
you know, it's not like all the stuff they're talking about is something that you have to have had, you know, have to be in a club to hear. You have to be over 18 to understand, you know, it's going to get better. Just having someone sing to you to let you know that, yeah, it's rough right now, but things will get better from here works across the age scale. Uh, so I feel like it's a it's a really great album. And I just it kills me that these guys don't get more love than they do get. Good choice. Good job. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I had to narrow it down. I'm glad you said it. Good, good choice. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Internet's a great thing. Um, you're the Johnny Sin of the Crush a Lot Bad uh, podcast, though. You're officially Johnny Sin. <laughs> That's fair. Um, you just got okay. I'll take it. The, the baldy, um, <laughs> the hip, hypnotic one, weekly rap god, um, Angela. <laughs> how are you going to follow that up? It's 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 the internet. <laughs> no, my other one of my other ones that I was gonna uh that I picked was the Wave God album from Future Wave. The compilation project. That was that one I feel is very Yeah, I mean because I think like his production is just like it's it's really different if you listen to like what everybody else in Toronto is doing and all that. And I think, you know, I I personally think that he kind of gets overlooked probably because of their location. And like you get to really hear his production on this compilation and him how he can make stuff for a bunch of different artists. Like you know, if you see the list of MCs that were on there that that were featured on it, it's like a really good way for somebody that wants to listen to the the I'm sorry the production aspect and get to really like check out material for for Future Wave because when people hear like all of the Danielson stuff, they're like, oh, who's doing this? who's the the guy behind it on the production and i think a lot of people know danielson more but then they don't always know much about future wave so i think that that's a really good album for people to get into if they really want to see that aspect like the production and um that was one of my favorites from this that i think is like slept on yeah um, i slept on it because i didn't yeah. even know it it happened <laughs> you know, I ain't, ain't noticed it till I saw like that. I saw him produce like a like a doing a campaign for the vinyl for it. I'm like, wait, when did this come out that I missed it? Um, and then I found it on on oh, Apple you didn't Music. Hear about it before that, no, not until then. Then I go, oh, this came out earlier oh. in the year. Um, but I actually was kind of I was happy that it worked that way because at that point, Pressure Cooker is has been in my rotation since it came out, and I was already fully fully in love with his production style. So just getting more stuff was great. And knowing that physics of filth was right around the corner was a good year for future wave for sure. And cemented himself as one of the best. And he's been a, he's a friend of the show. Cool cat means mm. her love. They definitely hanged out with him when he was down here in, uh, in the city and he was a cool yeah. cat. So we are very happy. And, um, some of the instrumentals that we've got, we got them exclusively. So I'm very happy that we got, uh, like the physics of filth, like instrumental version of the album. It's in my inbox. Um, so I'm very <laughs> excited to just hear that. I can't share it though, but I have it. Um, so that's a great pick. Uh, definitely f- check that out. Wave God is W A V dot uh, for those who are mm-hmm. looking for it. I'll put everything in the link yeah. below. Um, yeah. I think for me, one of the other th- ones that I felt were slept on, there's a lot I felt was slept on. Um, and so I think for me, one of the bigger releases that was in my rotation a lot 
and had me thinking a lot and gave me that old school vibe, that nostalgia sound, but more contemporary, more modern, um, but yet had a very mm-hmm. strong respect for the people who paved the way um, is 38 Spish. Um, special, um, short for special, uh, with Kooji Rap, son of Kooji Rap. Um, that album is a tour de force of what makes hip hop fantastic. And it's old school boom bap, n- no straight street gutter, New York City hardcore rap. That's what it is. And, and it's, uh, it's really is, uh, a celebration of it. It's an embodiment from everything, from the slang to the lexicon, to the cadences, to the no filtered lyrics. Um, it's just a tremendous effort. And then you have a 38 uh, Spish and then you have Kooji Rap. Kooji Rap, the, the legend, mm-hmm. one of the people who were the pillars of the late 80s hip hop, one of the people who can hang toe to toe with Rakim and Karis One back then. Like, are you, he's still putting out that kind of material now in 2018. And we're worried about summertime rappers. Like, there's one of those things that really cemented for me that you have to respect the OGs and not dismiss them because they could wipe you up real quick. And Kooji rap for me, um, I wasn't a big Kooji rap fan going into it. I walked away saying this guy is a legit legend in it. And, and I went back to his catalog and was like, when did I miss this? When his whole catalog is slept on and he needs a, a lot more respect. And 38 Splish did a tremendously equal good job. And you have production by Alchemist. You have production from Derringer, Pete Rock. The collection of people on that album are no slouches either. AZ's on it doing AZ things. Like it's one of those things that when I think about my vinyl collection, I don't buy vinyls until December. I buy vinyls mostly in December based on what I listen to throughout the years that I want physically. Of course, that doesn't help me with the pre-orders because y'all motherfuckers doing pre-orders, just 200 pre-orders. Y'all need to stop that bullshit. All right. Cause I want the marble one, not the black one. I want the marble one, not the stupid black vinyl one. Um, and you know, I spend the 60 bucks to get, to get it. I got, I, I recently bought it and it's coming in the mail. I had to get it from Germany, but I don't care. I got it. I got my blue, my blue vinyl, my red vinyl of that album coming in. That's how much I love that. I needed to have it physically for the rest of my life that I could pass it on to my kids. That's how good this album is. And not a lot of people are talking about it. And that's a goddamn shame. So I want people to really check it out. We'll make a playlist. I think we'll make a playlist, Sir Love. They have all this stuff and just put in one of the separate one. Um, yeah, for me, 38 Spish, Coogee Rap, fantastic. Queens really did it good. Uh, Kalina, <laughs> first of all, Kalina, oh. let me say it's, it's cold and rainy in Brooklyn and you're, and, and, People don't see this video. You're way too comfortable. Like, I know it's hot over there, but you don't got to rub it in our face like this. Like, seriously, put on like a hoodie to make it look like we're in the same environment. Listen, you know what? It's a little bit chilly outside. If it makes you feel any better, it's like 70. It's okay. 70 degrees. Right. If it makes you feel any better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like 31 over here. It's all good. It's I would light, love to have 70 right now. It's a slight winter chill. 
Uh, mm. So what what you, what you got, Kalina? So you know, it, it's it was really difficult because there are so many projects, and I'm glad that you know Angela said Future Wave. Future Wave has easily become one of my favorite producers as of late, um, amongst other people though, because I can't really say, oh, I got a favorite producer, but I'm really happy that you mentioned that he's doing really good things. So. Shout out to Future Wave, A-Sun, all them good boys, man. But um, I picked, um, this is a little bit way under the radar, but I picked this album. It, it's by YL and it's produced by Roper Williams. It's called A Friend of a Friend. Now, this is a cool young boy from New York. Yeah. Um, But, you know, he's old soul and it gives me these nostalgia but not really it's like more modern more up to date it is just filled with so much thoughtfulness and like love and he's like a young boy old soul it's it, but it's so jazzy so hip-hop so good and whatever him and roper did together it works man it works just is really smooth easy on the ears the features are are really good too he has a feature there with maxo and it's just a really solid album and it has these moments of just instrumental this little you know these little instrumentals that make you just want to sit down and just chill and he's got this one um got this one track on there birds fly the visual for that just gives you the feeling of new york he's so new york he even shouts out Max B, and you guys know I love Max B. You're all so. about him. So, so shout out to YL and Roper. They they really did a good job on Friend of a Friend. So if you haven't heard it, I really suggest that you you give it a listen. Yeah, and I think people should really give it a chance. It it, it will surprise you. And what's great about that pick, uh, Kalina? I'm glad you brought it up. It's it makes me excited for the next couple of years because my dude just started. So, so I look forward to the next couple of years with, with, especially with Rupert, cause I, I was impressed with, with the stuff he was bringing. Um, let's work it back around. Sir Loveday, an interesting 2018 for you, which makes the Crushy Awards very interesting to see what you're going to pick or what you've picked, depending on when this episode drops. Um, yeah. so you had an email started there. Now the internet. The shifting of palettes for you this year has been very <laughs> great to see. Um, so what do you got to close your round? Well, this one is a surprise one for me, too. I didn't think I was going to like it. Um, but before I get into that album, I'll just honorable mention Pac Div, First Baptist, Fire Album, Top to Bottom, Dope Album. They ain't get enough love for it. Impactive has a bunch of great projects. So, for the record, if y'all mess with Impactive, go mess with Impactive. But the album uh, that surprised me um, only it only surprised me only because I wasn't paying attention to dude. I was being very judgmental. I was doing all the wrong things, all the things that I say we shouldn't do. I was looking. I saw. Dare you? Hey, telling telling the truth. I saw a picture of the dude. And I was like, oh, crap, this dude looks like another one of these mumbly, trappity rappers. This song is just going to be a bit, 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 whatever, random nonsense. He's not going to have any real subject. He's not going to talk about anything real. He's just going to talk about popping some pill and how he's hitting your girl again. Everybody's on your girl. 
and he's in the club doing this, so he's got this much money. Don't talk about my life that way. Leave my life out. <laughs> my <of> apologies. <laughs> but it turned out that when I, once I actually was like, let's just listen, and I listened to one of the songs of a previous album. I was like, okay, now that I listened to this song from his previous project, now I'll listen to his new project. Um, now, the person I'm talking about is JID or J-I-D. Um, uh-huh. I listened to a previous project and I was like, okay, that those two songs off of there, I like those. So I'll, I'll give this one a listen. And I listened to this album and I was pleasantly surprised at how good the album was. And then surprised that at how much that album sonically would fit into, again, what is considered the wave for, for hip hop radio. You know, he's got the super sped up stuff. He's got the super trappy beats. Um, but nonetheless, he wasn't getting a whole lot of buzz. And he's got an, uh, a nice cosign from a guy that people seem to love. Um, and I bangs with a dude too. I like J. Cole. Not everybody does. But he's got a nice little uh, two plug from, from a guy. That I find him questionable, but hey, good for you. <laughs> but <laughs> he even has a good feature from him. Um, yeah, and I didn't expect the album to actually hit. Uh, and I, I thought once I heard the first couple of tracks, I was like, okay, so this is what this whole album gonna, is going to be. But even that wasn't telling of what the album was going to be like because the pace. And even the subject matter of the first three songs of the album is completely shifted in the next three and then changed again in the next three, you know, and he continues to flip sort of the way the songs work. Um, a bunch of songs have some some real changes um, and shifts into how the song sounds and, you know, nice movement from here's one beat for the first two minutes and then We'll have a little interlude in the middle of the song. It'll switch to a completely different sound for the rest of it. And he's got a a super fast delivery and and great flows. But he also has some really good actual lines, some actual wordplay, some actual, you know, flipped meaning and double entendres in his rhymes when you actually can can catch what he says. It actually turns out to be good stuff. And I was surprised by that. And I, I feel like it's something that will be much easier to digest for, you know, the the younger fan who wants to hear something at a higher speed that's simpler as far as the beat structure. Um, might be a little bit easier for them to catch in instead of us always trying to drag them straight into like the 90 beats per minute stuff that we grew up on. This might be a little easier for them to catch it too, but it's either way a very good project and I just wish it would have got a little bit more ears and maybe it will. It's still only recently released. DiCaprio 2. The Caprio too. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. a solid. He production. screwed himself. Yeah, he screwed himself with the cover. Um, Having the white you know, boy on it. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I can see that. You, you, you can't. You can't sell that. You can't market that. You can't put that on a poster. That's somebody else's image that you. You, you come on. You don't have that. You don't. You don't own Leonardo DiCaprio's rights. So he kind of messed Cole himself up one. there. But you should have edited that one. <laughs> Mr. Nasal knows himself. Uh, yeah, that, that, enough, I think but that was that's a good, it's a good project. I, I enjoyed it. He has a very TD sound, though. Like that's not a bad thing. But he sounds mm-hmm. like if you didn't know any better, you thought he was with Top Dog. Like that's how it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but good, good one. I, I I love that album, JID, and um, 
I'm excited for him. I'd rather hit, have him win than little baby, though. So I'll take it. Um, yeah. <laughs> hypnotic one, weekly rap god, boom bap only. Uh, <laughs> where are you at to to close it? Your exclamation point, your your podcast debut. Um, what are you at? Uh, it was really hard to narrow it down. Like while I was on, on hold, I'm like piggybacking between these two, but <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with for the final one. It would be physics of Phil Daniel son, a son and future wave. I was going to say pressure cooker, but that's going to be my honorable mention that and the grime Lords, um, the Wimbledon Dons. That's my other one that I, I was going to pick those if I was able to do my five, but I really like Physics of Filth because it has like, you know, my favorites on one album. Like, obviously, everybody knew Pressure Cooker was like one of the top ones this year. And then being able to hear like Daniel, Future Wave and A-Sun all do their thing on one album. It went really well together. You got like the real good production with Future Wave on there. And then you get to hear like, you know, um, the connection between when Daniel and A-Sun, when they rap like. They're like on the same level, but then they kind of just complement each other well. It's good to hear them, you know, share verses on, you know, the tracks and hear them go back and forth because they both bring something different to the table. And I think that one, people have been talking about it, but I pay attention to like what's online and all that and, and what everybody's talking about. And I feel like that one hasn't gotten talked about as much yet. But at the same time, it's it just came out like in November. So, you know, people probably still need time to soak that all in. And then on top of all the other stuff that's getting released. So um, that would be my last one. It would be Physics of Filth. Yeah, I think that album got lost in the shuffle of so many releases, um, especially with that yeah. Tana Talk 3. Yeah. It was around that time, too. Oh, yeah, exactly. So I could it definitely say. It was around say, the same time. But it's, it's, Physics of Filth was just nasty from top yeah. top to bottom. And shout out to Daniel Sun and A Sun. And um yep. Future Way, they all been on the podcast and we will have them back on a podcast in sometime in February, all together as a group, as there's other things coming down the line that if you listen to the A Sun um episode right before this one or two episodes, uh you he already tipped his hat a little bit. Um that of things coming out with yeah. with Benny the Butcher, we know that the cloth and and brown bag money are doing things, so they're busy, and uh, I'm I look forward to it. They're gonna have my money for sure. I'm gonna go they're right people. into mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine's is is a hundred percent bias. It, it's bias because it's one of the albums I was anticipating for this year. It was one of the albums mm -hmm. that I was privy to for a few weeks before it released. Um, and I couldn't really talk about it and I was excited. And when it came out, I was super impressed with it, but nobody else knew what was going on or if it came out just be a handful of people kind of knew it came out maybe within their fan base, but their fan base is not as big as some of the other underground, um, MCs. I'm, I'm talking about my homie from Brooklyn, Sunblaze. Sunblaze dropped his album produced by Thanos Beasts in Human earlier in the year. And for me, it was so, so good. It was one of those straight lyrical, 
no-nonsense approach to hip-hop. It was a style of hip-hop where what you said mattered, how you said it mattered, and if you're credible enough to even say these things. Um, knowing some Blaze, everything he says is legitly him. Um, that he's not, po- he's not posing. He's not acting. The, that's who he is. Um, is he like the best MC? Absolutely not. What he is though is a punching, punching in the face MC. And, and there's space for that in this market where everybody wants to do wordplay and finesse you double on time. This guy is straight to the point MC and it just really, really, really works. And it's really, it's really catapulted by the production by Thanos Beats, who's someone else who's not really talked about. Thanos Beats had a good year, yeah. not only with Sunblaze, but mm-hmm. with Cannabis. And they have the Celestial Bean album is supposedly, hopefully coming out on Christmas Day with RY. Um, so Thanos really impressed me with his production because it, there was, there's so many different layers going on at once, especially with songs like Pyrex, um, where those off kilter drums shouldn't work, but they do. Um, mm-hmm. then he takes the, uh, Marvin Gaye sample and I showed it to, to Sir Loveday when he's in the house and Sir Loveday's first thing was like, Oh, I didn't know he was going to do that with that sample. Like he took the sample that we knew and he flipped it in a different right. way. And I really, and I really appreciated how he flipped it. So I like that Thanos Beats has really been pushing it out there. He, he, He's an interesting fellow for sure, but I think him and some yeah. blaze together work really, 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 really well. So for me, starting the beginning of the year to have some blaze and Thanos drop in human and for me to still be listening to it now, um, speaks a lot to me, but a lot of people don't have no idea what's going on with some blaze. And I, I wish people would because I think they would be happy with him. So for me, some blaze in human project. You can find it on Bandcamp. Um, it's a great album. Check it out. Uh, Kalina, we're going to close it out with you. Um, you had an interesting couple of picks. V Don Adonis. Um, L, uh, YL. Why? What do you have to knock us out here? You have a, I, I have a feeling you don't go out your way to like, you're not like, I'm a, I, I look at everything. I try to listen to as much. You're a lot more selective when it comes to what you listen to. Um, so what do you have for your closer? Um, it was really difficult. I think just to, I think it was really difficult to just have three cause there are just so many and honorable mention wise, definitely pressure cookers up there. Uh, the animos and cough. Definitely, but um, I'm going to go ahead and close it out with something I thought was really good, and I was surprised at how I liked it. I really didn't expect to enjoy this album as much as I did, but I'm going to go ahead with uh, Chris Crack, and that's uh, Being Woke Ain't Fun. Now, I, I you know, he's obviously Chicago-based, so you can hear it. You can hear his Chicago influence slang. You can hear all that. And I'm going to come clean. I didn't know who produced this album at all because I didn't dig that deep. But it was August um, Fannin, I believe. I think he did the majority of the album. I think there were like a couple other ones that were produced by someone, some others. We'll Can't put be it, too sure on that. We'll put but, it in um, the link. 
But um, mm-hmm. it had some really soulful production, soulful loops, but not overly produced. It, it was just right. It was just enough soul to not get you, you know, bored. Because there's some albums that they overdo it, and it's like, okay, all right, I get it. And then everything else is just like a blur. But for him, it was just, he's lyrically a smart ass, but he's smart. And I feel like I got a, like, it was a smooth, like, type of, like, funny ass, like, kind of pimpish, like, I don't give a shit about nothing type of vibe. And I was rocking with it. It was, it was good, man. And I, and I surprised myself with it. I, I was very surprised by it. But overall, very sound and good. And I think he definitely deserves more credit for this particular album. And even even the features, I know it may have seemed like a lot to maybe someone who doesn't really listen to him, but I think it worked. So, yeah, shout out Chris. Chris about. Crack is dope. He he's definitely dope, and he had many Good, projects. Good young dude. Yeah, he's many had many projects. projects, but this one, I, but this I really, yeah, it, you know, I got with this one. It was good. Yep, that that's our list, folks. Thank you for checking out the show. We definitely appreciate us. Appreciate, yeah, we appreciate, we appreciate you and you appreciate us. And that's the way it works. And the way you could show your appreciation is by, hey, subscribe to the show, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, any, anywhere you subscribe. That's cool. All that. Yeah. Leave a comment. SoundCloud app, you could do it right in your mobile now. You could leave a comment at any point in the track. If you agree with what, uh, Hypnotic One was saying, you could timestamp it to, the second on SoundCloud app. That's a great way to do it. Or go to the iTunes and leave a comment. Let us know. We appreciate it. Or find us on social media. Sir Love Day everywhere. Calzingas mm. on Twitter. Hypnotic One over on Instagram only. That they sign deals exclusively no! to those platforms. I, was gonna I know. Yes, you got the Twitter. Friend, you got no. the Twitter, and I got the Instagram. Like I'm, I might have. To keep, she's trying to tell me to get a Twitter though. <laughs> you need to get. You need to get. Yeah, I think yeah. I probably will. <laughs> yeah, and you can find me crush a lot podcast, crush a lot cheese everywhere else. Um, we don't know. I don't know when this album drops, so depending on where it is, either the Crushy Awards is coming up or it was the episode before. So we check those out, so we could get the rest of our 2018 list. Whichever way, uh, when you're out there in for New Year's and all that good stuff, party hard, all that good stuff. Don't drink and drive. Have a friend take you home or find a park bench and just nap it out in peace, whatever that is. And we'll catch you guys in 2019 uh, with many, 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 many guests for you guys. So appreciate you guys. Uh, Angela, thank you for your time. Kalina, as always, shine that gun up real good. And uh, Sir Love Day, I'm not watching your scenes because that's just weird, bro. Catch you on the next one. No, I'll give you the click and I'll look away. Peace. (laughs) Peace.